You are now chopping it up with the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I'm Taryn Williams. Thank you so much for clicking on this video and hanging out with me for a little bit. So this episode of the podcast is going to be very similar to my episode talking about the Marvels. We're going to be talking about Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Not necessarily a review of the of the show or anything like that, but just be talking about it. You know, what I liked, a little bit of what I disliked. Not necessarily a review, but I just want to talk about it. Because um, if you didn't know, I'm a big Scott Pilgrim fan. I actually played, so I actually, I had... I don't know where it is. Scott Pilgrim versus World of uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World on Blu-ray. I bought that. I love when the movie came out. I didn't see it in theaters, but I remember when I was in college. It's one of the first Blu-rays I ever bought. So I had that. When the game came out on PlayStation 3, I actually played it, beat it. Uh the game actually re-released not too long ago on uh on Ubisoft's uh Ubisoft Connect, I believe. So I actually had that on my computer. I have a Scott Pilgrim vs. the World shirt. Uh, I actually have the entire collection of the manga. I have the full, the my uh, precious little box set. I have all eight issues, I think, of the manga. But I have all of that. I have that at home. I have a uh, limited run of the game. Shout out to limited run games. They actually did when they when they re released the game. They had a bunch of like little stuff, and they did like T-shirts and hoodies. They have enamel pin, which I almost bought twice, but I didn't because I just couldn't pay a hundred dollars for the set. Just, that's just mentally, I couldn't do it. But they had um, a Steam case. So I actually have a Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, uh, travel case for my Steam, or for my Steam, a travel case for my Switch. So I actually have that. Uh, I'm just a big fan. And so I was really excited when, uh, and also during the pandemic, they actually did a table read of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World where a lot of the cast came back. Not everybody, but you know, a lot of the cast they did a table read. And uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, he did like, uh, like sketches and stuff, like original sketches. That he was like auctioning off for charity and stuff like that during the pandemic, which was really cool. So when they announced that Netflix was doing an anime for uh, Scott Pilgrim, like their own like little anime show, I was really excited. And they brought back the entire voice cast from the movie, and it was really, really dope. I was like super excited. Um, it came out on November seventeenth. All eight episodes are available right now on Netflix. Go ahead and check it out if you haven't. Also, spoiler alert, spoiler warning, because I will be talking about the plot and stuff like that. I'll make sure there's a spoiler alert in the title of this podcast. And I really enjoyed it. It was really fun, really different. I wasn't sure what to expect out of it. I remember I was watching some comments, or I was reading like some comments on Facebook, and people thought it was just going to be um, just the movie, but just animated. And I kind of thought that a little bit too, but I knew, I remember reading that there was going to be like some new stuff and some different ideas. So I wasn't sure how far they were going to move from the game, the movie, and the manga. I wasn't sure. And Scott Pilgrim takes off, again, spoiler alert, it's completely different than all those things, and I love it. Like, the first episode is pretty much to a T of the movie. There's some other dialogue. They talk about Sonic. I don't think they talk about... Or maybe they did. I don't remember they talked about Sonic in the movie as much. Maybe they did. I don't remember. But, uh... I think they did. Now I'm thinking about it. But, uh... There's, like, some little new dialogue. But it goes all the way up to the, uh... The Matthews Patel fight. And, you know... And then right at the end where... It looks like Matthew actually beat Scott and killed Scott. And that's how the episodes end with this big plot twist of, oh, wait, what happened? And I was like, oh, shit. I actually binge watched the entire season in one day or two days, I think. Because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I was, like, so shocked. And so uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off. It's more, and I like the idea of takes off because at times it seems kind of, it's it tells you what the show is actually going to be about without telling you. 
But she's like, takes off. That's, that's, you think it takes off as in he's going to get more popular. Takes off as he, you know, like the band gets bigger. But it takes off as in he disappears. You know, he takes off. He goes away. And the series basically focuses on Ramona. So instead of like, you know, how Scott Pilgrim versus the world is Scott taking on Ramona's evil exes so she can, so he can date her. This actually is more of Ramona reconciling with her exes and kind of learning to be friends with them. You know, it's kind of this cool parallel to that where, you know, she falls in love with Scott just like she does in all the other medias. And this time around, he doesn't fight for her. She has to figure out where did he go? You know what I'm saying? Like the guy that she just met, you know, she's going on this big adventure, not a big adventure, but she's going around trying to figure out like what happened to this guy. And, you know, somebody she just met that she just figured out existed, but she cares enough about him to go on, excuse me, but to go on this like little side quest for him. This is really cool. You check out all the other stuff. You meet all the exes, of course. You meet uh, like the bandmates. I kind of, I do, someone said this on uh, Twitter or X, whatever, uh, that there should have been more Kim in it. Uh, and I do think so too, because Kim does not get a lot of love. She's the drummer. She was also one of Scott's, one of Scott's exes when they were younger, but they're still friends. But she doesn't get a lot of, screen time was kind of weird you get like the knives relationship like you know where he's dating knives but he ends up cheating on knives with ramona and they're both talking to scott at the same time and scott doesn't break it up with her until at the very end where he like apologizes like hey i'm so sorry and knives go through her you know her growth as a character and where she does do all the things where she mourns scott at the funeral and then she grows she cuts her hair she becomes the extra bass player on the band which is interesting because in the movie Young Neil becomes the bass player, but in this, Nice actually becomes the bass player in uh, Sex Bob. I kind of, I love the music. I love the way they did the music and how, like, the effect of the music is in the show. It's so good. Like, I love that. I wish they almost did more music episodes. Like, the music was, like, a bigger part of the show. It, it's pretty, you know, substantial, but it's not like, I was like, oh, there's this moment where, like, the screen shakes and the way they zoom in, the way they have, like, all the effects and stuff is really, really good. So Nice does like she takes over and becomes like the bass player after Scott disappears and comes back. But yeah, you meet all the exes. You get kind of they have like the uh, the League of Evil exes, and they kind of have a falling out where like you know where Gideon and Matt and uh, Matthew Patel they kind of get into it and they have this fight where like whoever is the winner takes all. Where you know if Gideon wins, Matt has to go do something. I forget what it is. Like, Matthew has to do something, but if Matthew wins, he takes over the League of Evil X and gets Gideon's entire empire. And Matthew Patel actually wins. He actually beats Gideon. You know, because, like, in all the other media, Gideon's, like, the strongest one out of all of them. But in this, Matthew Patel actually gets the upper hand and actually shows him, like, hey, he, he puts hands on him. He, he becomes the leader of the Evil X's, and Gideon ends up falling off and goes back to, what was his name? Uh, something Goose. <laughs> it's just really stupid. And, um... And so, yeah, so he kind of falls off and you go through, like, his downward trajectory and see, like, where he is and stuff like that. You get to meet, um, oh, damn, I forget Chris Evans' character's name. I have it in my head. I can't think of his name. I forget the guy, the skateboarder. I forget all their names. But, like, you know, you meet him and kind of, like, he's on set for this movie. And, you know, some stuff happens and he ends up getting replaced. And then, you know, he has, he goes through his downward trajectory and you know just all this it's always really funny really weird i'm happy to see more of the exes and more of their personalities you can like meet the twins uh the guy that was the vegan whose name i can't think of roxy who is the one girl that uh that ramona dated which i kind of like their fight where they fight in the movie store and they actually fight in like a video and then kind of keep going through different movie scenes 
it's, that was really cool. That's one. That's actually the only person that uh, Ramona actually fights in the like. She's actually one of the only actually she actually fights. Like and she doesn't fight the other guys. She kind of talks to them and they kind of go through some stuff. There are moments where it kind of it lulls a little bit, but in my opinion, it wasn't too bad because I think again it's just fun, just more telling these stories and stuff like you get you get more Wallace and you know Wallace Scott's you know gay roommate <laughs> and just like, you get like that and then you get to you know see all these things but then you really get the plot towards the end where they realize like what's happening and who's doing it and then come to find out Scott disappeared through a hole through a vegan portal that the twins made but it wasn't the twins of their world it was twins from the future and Scott actually got pulled into a portal to like 2035 I think or like 10, like 10 years into the future and Scott meets older Scott and you know and older Scott's just kind of telling them where they live he still lives with Wallace which is hilarious Wallace is married to someone who works at Nintendo um Ramona and Scott get married and older Scott shows our Scott kind of their life like basically he shows like the game in the movie pretty much also another really cool thing that they did was Young Neil has this script. He's doing the, the precious life of Scott Pilgrim. So he's making, basically in the movie that Young Neil is making, or it's a, it's a movie that becomes a Broadway play, but it's basically it's the movie. It's basically the movie. But the actual Scott Pilgrim versus the world movie. So it's like this kind of little meta joke between the animation, the movie, and the video game. They do, like, they kind of combine them in this weird way. Well, I thought that was really cool that they actually have the movie and, like, all the stuff that happens in the movie and stuff that happens where, like, um... Again, I can't think of his name, but you know the skateboard. He dies like by doing this long grind. And he dies. And he's like, that's stupid. I'll never do that. <laughs> but that happened in the movie, you know. So it was really, this is really fun stuff that they like combine all the little pieces and put it together. And so get back to the future with you know older Scott just telling like what happened. And they kind of they they split up. They didn't. They kind of separated for a little bit. They didn't get divorced. It's just in she Ramona needed her space. There's also some nice little video game references when uh, the code. To get into like their uh to get into the house or to like the secret area where um Scott shows older Scott shows our Scott like his the the life that he lived um it's a fireball motion it's you know uh he does core circle forward and punch which is a fireball motion if you play Street Fighter um the little thing he used to see into Scott's life is the Virtual Boy from Nintendo which is cool because Wallace married someone from Nintendo so that's a nice little reference together there's like a lot of Sonic callbacks uh. Even I like that um, Ramona in the future. She's actually she's still a mail carrier, but her mail carrying like what she does is a reference to Death Stranding, where she's wearing the outfit. She has like, all these packs of mail and stuff. She's it's Death Stranding. Was that the law? That's kind of cool. They do all these little video game references, like Back to the Future references. They do a lot of little stuff. It's really fun. And so we find out like you know so Scott like it's like hey I have to make these choices like. Why don't you just talk to Ramona? Like they just, you know, trying to figure it out. The oldest guy's like, no, I can't let you go back. You can't date her. You can't kiss her. Like, because it messes up all these things. And so Scott ends up leaving the future and coming back to the past with the help of um, future Ramona. And he gets back to the past. He sees, like, he, he sees the gang. They're all together talking. And he tries to kiss a present Ramona. He can't. There's this barrier over her. And so they're thinking, okay, it's the exes. So they go to the premiere of Matthew Patel is starring Scott in the Broadway version of Scott Pilgrim's My Precious uh, My Precious Life. <laughs> and uh, so they're going through. So he thinks it's all like the exes. And so Scott's ready to fight. And they even do 
the versus music from the game. They queue it up every time Scott like gets into his fight posi- uh, his fight position. They queue up the versus music from the game, and they're like, "I'm not trying to fight you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not trying to fight you. Like, what are you doing?" And um, so you go through it and come to find out that Scott from actually older Scott becomes even older Scott, and he put that curse. He put uh, nanotech in Scott's drink in the future to prevent him from kissing Ramona. And then uh, come to find out, like Gideon put bombs all around like the stage to get back on Matthew Patel for taking his like it's crazy, but they end up all getting taken to the future, and they have to fight even older Scott. That's why the last um, that's the last episode of the of the Netflix series. Usually, it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's called the World versus Scott Pilgrim because it's all of them versus even older Scott, who basically turns into Akuma from Street Fighter. He, he's ripped. He's been training for like 10 years. He's ripped. He doesn't have a shirt on. He has like gray hair, red eyes. He's basically Akuma or Evil Ryu from Street Fighter. And they have to fight him. And they have you know, fight him. And they fight him. But actually, the person who ends up beating Scott or even older Scott is Ramona from the future. Right? Ramona from the future. Ramona from the present. They they come together and they realize self-love which is kind of cool like she loves herself she loves her from the future loves her from the past and they became this, this being this entity i forget what they call it and they kind of and they beat even older scott and so you know they beat even older scott the play or the broadway play was a hit imagine patel actually gives gideon back his you know the evil exes and all his industries but he act all his companies stuff like that but he asked gideon hey can i keep the musical and gideon's like yeah and they kind of hug and have like evil laugh <laughs> and so yeah it's kind of it's fun it's different some people were complaining that it was so different but i'm like they wanted to do something different if they just rehashed the game the manga and the movie again people would have been complaining and there's like a post credit scene you know where there's like they kind of tease there could be a season two I don't know if there's going to be a season two because I think they set it up for it. So if they want to, if everybody wants to come back, they can. I don't think so. I think it was designed to be kind of a one and done, even though it they set up a season two. Just so they didn't like write themselves into a hole. So they have that uh, that flexibility. But I really enjoyed Scott Pilgrim uh, Takes Off. It was different. It was fun. I liked all the stuff from the movie and the manga and the game. It just blended it into this. Like, the animations. I thought it was so dope. They got all the voice actors back. There were some moments where it lulled a little bit. Like, you know, there were some moments where it's like, okay, get through it, get through it. Like, come on. But this is fun. Like, I like you got to see all the other characters. And there wasn't a lot of fighting, but I think it wasn't this one. I kind of, it's like, you wish there was a little bit more fighting. But I think it, this one wasn't designed for being fighting. This was more designed for Ramona to reconcile everything and to talk. It'd be more of the human side of things. And not necessarily fight, 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 fight. You have to, if you want to see the fighting, read the manga, play the game, because you control Scott and them. You know, play the game and uh, uh, watch the movie. You know, if you want to see more of the action side of it. But this wasn't as action heavy. This is more just them like getting to know like the, the exes more and some of the side characters and stuff like that so if you enjoy scott pilgrim like the um the media like everything this is a great addition to the scott pilgrim the scott pilgrim like uh universe and it's fine it's a good read it's a good read it's a good watch eight episodes they're all about 25 minutes long it's not that long to watch definitely check it out if you have netflix i really enjoyed it i kind i do i personally would like to see another season but again if it's not another season whatever but i enjoyed it i think people need to stop complaining and relax they gave you something different with the scott pilgrim characters hopefully they keep doing stuff and they keep maybe expand maybe we do get like maybe we actually get to see like an older version of scott you know who knows 
Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to get more consistent. I'm going to try to drop stuff every week now. We will see how this turns out. But thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Um, just for all the support of the podcast. I know there hasn't been as many videos on the YouTube channel or as many podcasts as I would have liked. But I'm going to try to get this going and try to be more consistent with my content. Because, again, people actually listen to the podcast. You who are listening right now. You listen to the podcast, and one person listens to the podcast. That's enough for me to keep going. So thank you so much. Also, this is the 70th episode of the podcast, which is really, really cool. So we're 30 away from 100. I'm trying to get to 100. I have no idea what I'm going to do for 100 episodes. Probably nothing, but we'll see. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate this and all the support. All in forever, slicing, dicing, gaming. It's not just a motto. It's a lifestyle. I'll see you next podcast. Later.